Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heartstream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, a professional coach, artist, and speaker who enjoys traveling the world, connecting with amazing people, and talking about the longest, most rewarding journey that you'll ever embark on, the 12-inch journey between your head and your heart. Through individual and group coaching programs, online courses, and live seminars, I teach a heart-centered approach to personal mastery, leadership development, and spiritual growth that helps people become the most loving, joyful, and powerful version of themselves. The Global Heartstream is a weekly dedicated space to help you reconnect with your heart, raise your vibrational frequency, and remind you just how powerful, loving, and amazing you already are. It's also an invitation to unify our hearts with the intention of bringing more love, compassion, and healing to a world that so desperately needs it. You can find out more about my work by visiting gabrielgonsalves.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, and register for my upcoming seminars. And if you enjoy this heart stream, please be sure to subscribe, like, or comment so that we can reach more people and help make this a more loving, compassionate, and heart-centered world. Hello and welcome to the weekly Global Heart Stream. I'm Gabriel Gonzalez, broadcasting live from the beautiful city of Granada in Spain. Today here in Spain, we're celebrating the day of the Immaculate Conception. So it's a holiday. It's actually a week full of holidays. It reminds me of my, my years in South Africa. South Africa, I think, is probably the country that has the most holidays. I think followed very closely by Spain. Um, Monday was also a holiday. We celebrated here Constitution Day. So as a result, I think most people will actually be about almost like the entire week. They have not been working. Kids certainly have not been school. They're doing what is called the bridge. Today we are talking about the beginning of self-love. You know, we hear a lot about what self-love is and and how to love yourself. There's a lot of conversations around how to love yourself and even feeling bad for loving yourself and what does that actually mean but I want to invite you to consider where it all begins what it really 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 all begins so rather than focus on techniques of self-love we actually look at where 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 it originates so that you can actually be naturally a self-loving person without even intending to do that. Is that possible? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about during the first half of today's broadcast. Then the second half, I'll be guiding you through a um, meditation designed to actually to reconnect with your own inner source of love so that you can learn how to give that love to yourself because it all begins there. Hello, PJ. PJ, you are also on the Monday broadcast. I feel very blessed you're hanging out with me here today. Hello, Jennifer. Thanks for being here. Hello, Danny over in Croatia. Hello, Lila. Hello, those of you who are joining us. Hello, Veronica. She says, good morning, everyone. She's got a really beautiful sunflower. It's one of my favorite flowers, actually. Uh, I love... I remember it reminds me a lot of the Camino, the Camino de Santiago. I walked the Camino now three times 
two on my own and then this past September with a small group of amazing pilgrims that I had the opportunity to lead. And one of my favorite sites is actually when we walk through like these uh, gardens and plantation fields. And I remember one time walking through this entire field that was obviously it's a plantation of sunflowers. I never seen anything so beautiful. Um, you kind of want to be there with them, hanging out, like looking up, receiving the sun's love. All right, so um, let me see. Do I have any announcements that I want to make before we begin? Yes, I do want to give you guys a head up, heads up. Um, on December 17th, which will be in about nine days, um, we're going to be launching Heart Start 2022. Now, so those of you who've been following my work or are members of the online community may be aware that this is my annual uh, guide to doing an intelligent, um, heartfelt reflection of the past year, bringing some conscious completion to the year, and then refocusing on our higher vision for our lives and uh, so that we can begin our, our year, basically, from the heart. We get back to what's really most important and most meaningful to us. So the... Um, that will be on the 17th that we're going to be launching it. And it coincides also with the launch of a new membership program that uh, we're going to be making available to members of the Heart Leader community. You know, the truth is that we're going through quite a bit of change uh, in that community, primarily because when we originally started, when I originally started that community, it was really just for my own private clients and students. And... Um, but when COVID happened and we all went into quarantine and confinement, I opened up the community and to welcome people and started doing these weekly uh, live streams, basically, but only inside of the community as a way to support different people who were part of my newsletter list and uh, who follow my work. And so that began to be the place where every week we connected, say hello to each other. I got it us through a meditation, talked about a particular topic, sometimes even coach people through whatever they were struggling with. But one of the things that happened was that a lot of people joined. You know, a lot of people joined. Uh, I think their community has approximately about 600 members now. But a small percentage are actually my students. You know, so it became something a little bit different than it already than it originally was. But then what happened was uh, we started broadcasting these that same weekly space via YouTube Live and Facebook Live the way we're doing right now. And so obviously the engagement now is happening outside of the community. So, so as a result of that, I um, I yeah I decided to rethink the purpose of that community and why it existed and so um, i've been working with my team over the past few weeks and coming up with the best way to actually serve the people there as as i thought about the best way to serve you here by creating this weekly space so the hearts heart start program will be available only inside of that community space of course you're going to be hearing me talk about it here and even giving you some information about how to access it and some information from the actual program that you could probably apply, all right? But the intention is to have that space be a more exclusive space, okay, where you're getting things that 
obviously you're not getting here or the other way around. <laughs> I think that kind of came out the other way. I wanted to say it anyhow. Uh, so I want to give you a heads up with regards to that. Um, what is PJ saying? Uh, if I just saw you, maybe uh, that's best. Okay. So, okay. So I'm really glad that, uh, I showed up at the right time, at the right place to support you as you're going through a process of grief and loss. Hello, Cindy. Welcome. Cindy says hello, everyone. Big love to you all. All right. Well, I don't know about where you're at, but at least for me here, energetically and obviously socially as well, right now, it feels kind of like a quiet space. Uh, there's a sense of like, there's not much happening, but I want you to think or consider that the opposite might be true. That in these moments where things appear to be quiet, where it appears like there's not a lot happening, of course, there's a lot of things happening in the world, but our, the energy inwardly feels kind of like contained. It in, in those times and spaces where the most regeneration is taking place. You know, the moon, we just had a new moon a few days ago. The new moon regenerates, really, begins this cycle of the new moon when you don't see it. You don't see the moon. It's like nothing's happening. Well, the moon, the moon is really regaining its strength, its force. And so during these times, we're being strengthened from within. In preparation for what is coming and what is coming it's huge it's big we are at the tipping point of some major changes that are going to be reflected throughout all different spheres of life and the reason that these changes are happening is because our individual consciousness are changing we're moving more and more and more more and more and more many people like you and me are coming into our hearts as our souls are coming into our hearts we're changing our electromagnetic frequency that's affecting the people around us, our friends, our families, everyone we're connected to. And that is also elevating the entire planetary consciousness, waking people up. And sometimes, as you all know, waking up can be very difficult for a lot of people. You know, so difficult that the majority of people just want to go back to sleep. But things that had always existed, right? A lot of the, a lot of the garbage, a lot of the... Um, the dirt that had been hidden from us, a lot of the lies are null now. The sun is shining upon them. And so we get to make now a choice with regards to how we want to embrace this, these things. Do we embrace them? Do we heal them? Do we transcend them? What do we do? It's an opportunity to individually and collectively because remember that ultimately the collective change that we're seeing is nothing more but than the individual, um, the individual, the, sorry, the collective expression, expression of the individual shifts that are happening. I think that's, I think I said it right. Yeah. So what we're seeing outside is really a reflection of what's happening inside each and every one of us. So we get to make these choices inside of us first. And one of the most important choices that you can make is really to embark on this path towards self-love. Now, 
I'm not talking about narcissistic type of love where you're spending the entire day looking at yourself in the mirror and like how you look and, you know, like turning you to like, you know, hot water, hot, yeah, hot, hot bath with bubbles, you know, and buying you gifts and that kind of thing, even though sometimes it self-love may look like that. Okay. I want you to think of self-love from the perspective of love for the self. Love for the self. Now, I want to turn this thing upside down. We have, I have, you have, PJ, Cindy, Veronica, Lila, Danny, Jennifer, all of you guys and girls. We'll have a small self with a small S. And we'll have a bigger self with a big S. That bigger self is what I often refer to as your Holy Christ self, your divine self, your divine identity. The part of you that is infinite, which I believe you access through your heart. That part of you cannot be touched, cannot be harmed. Is the part of you that A Course in Miracle describes as that part of you that cannot be destroyed. It's infinitely power. It is in the microcosm what God is in the microcosm. It's a part of you that is connects you to your I am, your infinite self. Now, that part of you is always connected to the source of love. Call that the heart of God, the heart of Mother Mary, the heart of Krishna, whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you call it, but just know that it's connected to the source of the highest form of energy that exists in this universe, which is this energy that we call love, the powers, the entire system. And so that part of you is always connected to the smaller part of you, which is your small self. Okay, that small self being, in essence, your own human creation, your own personality. All right, it's basically who you believe or who you think you are based on everything that you have done, everything that's happened to you, and everything you have been led to believe. I mean, part of what's being undone right now um, at a consciousness level is that many of us are realized we've been lied for years about our true essence and who we really are, and we're waking up to that. We've been told we were sinful, we were broken, we were not okay, we were unworthy, right? And now we're realizing it was just a lie. It was just a lie to keep us in fear, to keep us in control, right? By other types of interests that wanted to have control over us so that they could benefit from that control. But that is being dismantled at every level of the entire system. We're reclaiming our divine sovereignty, energetic sovereignty. And then as a result of that, may we are breaking free. And so that little self is the limited self. You can think of it as the egoic self, the narcissistic self that only cares about me, 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 my well-being, you know, uh, my own thoughts. It's secretly in love with its own opinions, its own beliefs, its own perspective, right? We're releasing more and more and more and more of that. And so the beginning of self-love or this word self-love, what if is 
bringing the love from the higher self, the big self, into the little self. This limited aspect of ourself, everything that I think I am, everything that you think you are, Nene. Right? Letting go all of that which you're really not. Because the truth is, you are not what happened to you. The truth is, you're not what your politicians, you know, publicity, social media, influencers, you're not what they say you are or what they say you should be. You're you. <laughs> Sounds like Dr. Seuss. You're you. You're you within you, beyond beyond all this fabrication, this personality who you've thought you were. There's an infinite self that has the capacity to heal whatever condition you may be going through. There's a capacity to transcend any situation. There's a capacity to create poverty, abundance, love, new opportunities for yourself, for your life, and create even miracles in your life. But I believe that can only happen once, you, once the little self the things I'm separate, I'm alone, nobody loves me, everybody around me is getting old, everybody's dying, I'm being left behind kind of thing. Yeah, allow that to connect now fully to the higher self so that it can receive from the bigger self not only the infusion, right? the infusion of the true serum, that will allow it to see that it's been living in an illusion. It's been living out of fear, out of sense of lack or limitation, so that it can then be inoculated right, from the true virus that is really affecting us, which is really our own ignorance and fear. So we can be set free. Set free by a power that is greater than that which created the conditions in which we find ourselves, which is ultimately the power of this greater love. Love of God. Ultimately, that's the only thing that heals. It's the only thing that transforms and the only thing that transmutes. And it's when I am willing to let go of my own perceptions, my own beliefs, my own thoughts about myself, my own opinions, everything I become attached to, the story especially, the story. I can begin to let all of that go into this greater love and begin to operate more from this love. Allow this small self to literally be dissolved, be be absorbed, you know, into the higher self that we then can become greater vehicles for divinity to act through us. And that moment, then the little self, personality, the ego, whatever you want to call it, is now at the service of the greater self and becomes a vehicle. And that is basically what it means to, in essence, follow the path of your own personal Christhood, realizing it's something that is happening inside of you as a result of the choice of love, choosing love, choosing this higher octane. And one of the ways in which that manifests, once you start connecting with it, with your own inner source of love, one of the ways in which that begins to inspect you impacts to impact you um, is that your conversations that you have with yourself begin to change because here's the thing when you're vibrating from that space of love compassion inside of you you treat yourself in the exact same way and you communicate with yourself 
the exact same way. You know, one of the most profound things, of course, as I did during my years in South Africa, was the course in nonviolent communication. And the course invites you, at the very beginning of it, to actually cre create the awareness of your thoughts that you have about yourself, but specifically focusing on the emotion, the tone of voice that you use when you talk to yourself, okay? when you refer to yourself. What do I mean by that? Well, remember I spoke about how the program self, the small self, it's conditioned, right? It's basically, it has learned how to communicate with itself based how more often than not your primary caretaker is communicating with you. For example, you know, have you ever, have you ever done a silly thing, made a stupid mistake, whatever that may be, okay? One of the things that you oftentimes see happen is when people make a mistake and they find themselves alone, nobody's watching, they'll say something like, they kind of go like, ah, I'm so dumb. <laughs> All right. They hit themselves on the head and they call themselves dumb. <laughs> okay. Now, were you born out of your mother's womb with a pattern of being hit on the head and a word, the word dumb follow immediately after it? No, very unlikely, right, Cindy? Very, very unlikely. Chances are you were not. How was that conditioned into you? Well, if you're like most humans, chances are is that at some moment when you were little, when you made a mistake, you had an accident, you know, you did something you shouldn't have done, whatever it is, some bigger hand came and slapped you and said, don't be dumb or you're so dumb or dumb people don't do that or something along those lines. And that was repeated enough time so that your little nervous system that is trained for survival and to repeat with a brain that is extremely plastic and creates neuropathways and goes, oh, if I want to survive, I can't be dumb. If I want to survive. I better learn and hit myself every time I make a mistake so I don't do that again, right? Because that's how the nervous system is wired. So one of the things that happens then is what the way somebody treated us became deeply ingrained and then suddenly has become the way we treat ourselves, we talk to ourselves. So this is going on all the time. And so we are in so many ways when we start looking at how you communicate with yourself, you're going to start realizing, oh my God, the way I really, I talk to myself is not really the way I talk to myself. It's actually how my mom talked to me, how my uncle talked to me, how my dad talked to me, how my teacher talked to me, how others talked to me. I just made it my way because the truth is they were so busy telling me how I needed to be. I never had the opportunity to actually to discover who I am. And so, the journey towards self-love as you begin to draw from this higher source of love means letting go of these program ways in which you've been talking, referring to yourself that ultimately are not true. They're lies. They're somebody else's perception, opinion, and not other than that. It's also their programming because chances are your parents were treated the same way by their grandparents who were treated the same way by their grandparents, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, until we get to Adam and Eve and beyond. <laughs> All right, so 
it's just being passed down from generation. And so you're not even talking to yourself like, like the real you. You're talking to yourself the way your grandmother talked to herself. And so you haven't even learned how to talk to yourself. So all of that has to be surrender. All of that has to be surrender. Realize, hey, okay, I'm now starting to become conscious of how I'm talking to myself and I'm telling myself I'm stupid. I'm telling myself I'm too fat. I'm telling myself I should look like the models on, you know, on on Instagram. I should do what is other people is doing. I should be this way. I should be that way. I should do this. I should do that. Who told you that? It's conditioning. It's conditioning. It's conditioning. It's conditioning. The truth is that when you begin to align and connect with this higher self, this higher source of love, you're going to find that the only thing that comes from it is the energy that love nurtures and supports and cares for the entire life, which is the energy of love. And as a result of that, you begin to then treat yourself in loving, nurturing, caring, and supportive ways. And it starts there. The beginning of self-love is when you begin to connect with this inner source of love and begins to, in essence, to simplify it, treat yourself the way God would treat you. Really. The way the source of love would treat you, which would only be with compassion, with kindness, with love. It wouldn't treat you any other way because it knows no other way. Now, from that space... When you begin to vibrate in that energy, when you begin to immerse yourself in that feeling, in that vibration, you're going to notice that out of that arises a new way of being with yourself. Where you make a mistake and you're no longer like, ah, I'm so stupid. You just simply go like, ah, oh, no big deal, just an accident. It's all good. I mean, and this is, is a concept. I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience. I grew up in a home where my father, who was born in 1910, and grew up in a family of 15 brothers and sisters, imagine that, in Georgetown, British Guyana. He himself came from a very strict father. And whenever he made a mistake as a child, he would get hit on the head, boom, by his father. What did my father do when I made a mistake? He would grab his hand or he would grab actually his sleepers and hit me over the head. And he would call me, he would tell me stupid. And then for many years, that's what I did. I would constantly tell myself how stupid I was, hit myself also over the head. God forbid anybody hit me over the head. Only I could hit myself over the head because like, only dad could hit me over my head because after all he was my dad, what was I gonna do? You know, if I raised my hand against him, I would lose his love, I would lose his support, I would lose, you know, his protection, everything. And so don't do that. So the program was there. And it took this course in nonviolent communication to start making me aware of wow. The way in which I'm talking to myself is very judgmental. It's angry. It's critical. And so I want to change that. I want to change that. I no longer want to treat myself that way. So the beginning of self-love really is you. <laughs> You are the beginning of self-love, Cindy Nene. 
PJ, Veronica, Lila, Danny, Jennifer, all of you who are here live and watching the replay, you are. You are, in essence, you are. It begins with you. It begins with you. And then from that space, once you practice enough with yourself, it becomes easier then to give it to other people and to allow a child or somebody around you to make a mistake and then just kind of look at them and go, it's okay, it's just a mistake. No big deal. All right, and to let it go. And to basically give them, give yourself what really should have been offered to you when you were little, but because of your own parents, own programming and one that were unable to do that. Self-love begins there. Begins at home. It begins with you. Be the change you want to see, you want to be, you want to see in the world. Be the love you want to have in the world. It all begins there. Cindy says, uh, so true. I was traumatized as a child and um, learned to feel afraid to be me with self-love and understanding. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You've had, you understand that, what I'm talking about. Then it says, uh, generational curse. Yeah, generational curse that can be broken. And that's what we're actually doing. I mean, don't forget that the word curse basically is that's the meaning of the word spell it's when you curse what do you do you speak unto somebody so you know it doesn't necessarily mean like somebody has to make you witchcraft like spell you know or curse it just simply means whenever you use the power of your word because we human beings we have these four powers um of creation Right, the powers of manifestation. We have the power of creative imagination. We have the power of our word. We have the power of our emotions, our feelings. That's where the heart comes in. And then we have the power of our will, which is the capacity to take action. But the power of the spoken word, out of which the word abracadabra comes from, because the word abracadabra comes from Sanskrit, abracadabra, which means I create with the, by the power of my words. So the ability to curse somebody, to damn them, is basically the opposite of a blessing. When you bless somebody, what happens? You're basically using the power of your creative imagination and word and feeling to affect a change in their reality. The same thing happens. And so to undo that curse, speaking about generational or intergenerational curse, you have to come from a power that is greater so if that curse was done out of anger out of fear guilt jealousy whatever that was make a new curse but make it from a higher source um yeah from a higher power from a higher source of energy that will trump that and that nene can only be love can only can only be love Love is the only thing that can ultimately break those generational curses. And again, love is a little bit general. I'm going to point the finger at you. You. You can stop it. You can pretty much say like this, the box stops here. The curse stops here. I'm not going to do to my children what my parents did to me. Or I'm not going to do to others what they did to me. Like it stops with me. And it begins with you. So the key then, again, is self-love. And you are the key. 
you are the key to break that curse. You are the key to start creating a new reality, a new future. So with that in mind, with that at heart, I'd like to invite you now to come into a heart center awareness so that we can anchor what we just learned and explored and shared here with each other so that we can connect to the higher source of energy and use exactly that, the power of our word to bless instead of curse, to undo past curses and begin to create a new reality. Please lay out three. Oh, can you do that? Just stretch a little bit. One more. Giving yourself permission to just be for a few moments as you find the most comfortable position right there where you're at. Closing your eyes as you bring now the awareness inward to the physical body, remembering that the way into the heart is always through the body. We bring the awareness to the body, and it is through the physical sensations that we access our feelings, and it is through the feelings that we answer the ener- that we that we connect with the energy, and it is through that energy then we then access the source because the source is energy gently we bring a hand over to the middle of the chest and we begin to breathe right there focus Awareness on the heart. Breathing straight into the heart slowly, deeply and evenly. Necessary tension around the stomach. It's okay to let the belly hang out. No one's watching. No one cares. We let go of any unnecessary tension around the head, the neck, and the shoulders. We let go of any unnecessary tension. the pelvic area, the arms and the legs, we let it all hang out with minimum effort, 
our jaw muscles relax, letting the muscles in the ears relax, letting the face melt, the scalp relaxes even more. Imagine you can breathe through every one of the pores in your skin. The entire skin around your body relaxed, breathing. All breath flowing into the heart. All breath relaxing you as I now begin to energize the center. for a moment the sun on a bright bright day as it shines at noonday warm glow over your face now imagine that right where your hand is in your heart there's a small replica of that sun Feel its warmth. See its glow. Now imagine that within this sun, there's a sacred temple. This is the sacred temple of your heart. See yourself walking inside this temple. Making your way inward with reference, with honor and respect. Within this temple, you see an altar, a center place, and at this altar, it's a divine being that in your understanding represents pure, unconditional love. The love emanating powerfully from their hearts. Breathe in that love. Let it fill your heart.
In the name of the Father, the Mother, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the name of the I Am Presence and Holy Christ Self of everyone here today and speaking on their behalf. I now enter into the sacred temple of my heart and bow to my inner master. The source of all wisdom, love and power within me. My own holy Christ self, my own Buddha nature, my own Atman presence, my own infinite self. I bow to it. Recognizing my oneness with them. For they live inside of me and I live inside of them and together we are one. With every breath I welcome the love from the source. Allowing this love to burn within me as a raging fire. That from this moment onward is now dissolving all of that which is unreal and untrue about me. Mighty I am presence of God. Dissolve all my limited beliefs and all mentals and emotional programmings. Supreme love inside my heart dissolve past wounds and emotional traumas. Inner source of God's love. To thee I surrender all my thoughts, beliefs, and opinions that are not mine, that I picked up from my parents, from teachers, ministers, politicians, and celebrities. I let it all go. I let go of all beliefs that are not mine, that were implanted, that were programmed into my little self. I let it all go and I let God. I let go of all fear-based programming designed to influence me or to manipulate me. I surrender all mechanisms of control that up until now others have had upon myself. I let go of all external voices that are not mine, voices of my ancestors and other generations. I let go of all voices external influences apart from the voice of God, the voice of the Holy Spirit within me, 
and the voice of my own Holy Christ self, which is my own divine self. Consciously I now choose to listen only to this voice, to the wisdom within me. Consciously I commit to following only this voice. Allowing this voice now reveal to me the truth about myself and who I really am. To reveal to me the bigger reason why I'm here. I now choose. communicate with myself with compassion, kindness and love I choose now to treat myself as someone I truly love and care for I now choose to nurture and care for myself as I never have before. Letting this voice now guide my decisions, my choices, my actions. Letting this voice guide me into self-love. Unconditional love for the limited human aspect of myself. Offering myself unconditional love for my own imperfections. Choosing to love and accept myself fully, wholly and unconditionally the way God does. Choosing to love myself. sensitive, vulnerable, little child. I allow this energy of love to continue to work through me even after this guided meditation. 
knowing that this power is now dissolving within me. All programs, all conditionings, all past trauma, all emotional wounds and pain, little by little restoring me to my true self. until only love remains that I may then become the change I want to see out in the world by becoming a vehicle for this greater love. May others around me experience the same if that is God's will. May everyone who walks in my presence experience this love which is God's love. May this love heal and upheal, up, inspire, uplift anyone that I come in contact with. And may this all be done for the glory of God. according to its divine will. And so it is, and it is so, and so it shall be. Amen. Affirmation now to fully return to the full awareness of my physical surroundings. Taking a moment to check in with myself, feeling gratitude for all that I have received and for all that I shall continue to receive even after this process is through. Feeling Veronica, Max, Geraldine in Ireland, Nene, Emily, Cindy, PJ, Lila, Danny, Jennifer, and the rest of you, my invisible friends. How are you feeling? Feel free to share that with me in the comments below if you like. You are the beginning. Of self-love begins with you not as a narcissistic act but as the most caring nurturing and supportive thing that you can do as an expression of connecting to a higher source of love that you can then allow in and let it dissolve all the unlovingness within us. That is the path. 
Self-love begins with you. Veronica says, I feel like a feather. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you, Veronica. Jennifer says, I feel cozy and in peace. Geraldine says, I feel peaceful. Nene on cloud nine. Lila says, wow, Gabs, uh, I'm feeling so free. Yeah. Mary says, thank you. Self-love is so important. Sending you so much love. Yeah, Mary just completed running a, an eight-week circle on uh, learning how to love yourself over at the Heart Leader community. There's some really wonderful reviews. And she's going to be doing the same thing in January when we come back from our holiday break. She'll be starting another eight-week learning circle, learning how to love yourself. And Melissa is uh, enlightened, so grateful to follow a heart stream live again, feeling tons of grace. Yeah, beautiful. Well, that's the power that we all have. We're co-creating this together. Thank you, Nene. What did Nene say? Nene says something. Thank you very much, Gabriel. You're welcome. Yeah, all right. Well, ah, Danny says love and gratitude. Thank you, Danny, all the way in Romania. Yeah, we're international uh, stream of hearts. <laughs> that's what the heart stream is. That should be called international heart stream. But I think that's already implied being here on YouTube. Lila says, thank you very much. God bless you. You're very welcome. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for lending me your hearts and your ears for your willingness to be with me in this midweek space where we can come together once again into this heart center awareness and remember who we really are. Remember these heart streams are always available for you to watch the replay at any time. Okay, I just kind of get to somewhere around the, the midpoint, like the 30-minute mark, which is normally when I begin the guided meditation process. So you can, you can re-experience, okay? Eventually, like any, you know, like, like somebody who's a guide that takes you somewhere, I enjoy taking you there, but my goal is for you to take yourself there, okay? So for me to take you there enough times, enough times so that you can then do that for yourself and maybe in the future, can do that for other people, which is the essence of what being a heart leader is all about. The heart leader program that I run is in essence a program designed to help you find that place within your heart so that you can take other people to that same space. All right, my beautiful friends, I look forward to seeing you again next week when we'll continue to explore this monthly topic of how to communicate from a greater place of compassion, kindness, and love since we're to be, we're going to be so close to the to Christmas. Our, meet, our meeting will be on the what? On the on the fifteenth. Yeah, on the fifteenth. Yeah, um, we are going to be speaking about a topic that has to do more with the Christ consciousness as it relates to communication. So that that is what we're going to be talking about next week. Until then, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others and as always I send you all my love from my heart to yours bye bye for now thanks for being here with me ciao
Thank you for joining me in this week's HeartStream. I hope you're walking away feeling more connected to yourself and your divinity, to the planet, to others, and to all of life. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can receive notifications about upcoming broadcasts. And if you would like to sign up for my weekly newsletter, join the Heart Leader community, or register for my upcoming trainings and seminars, be sure to visit my website, GabrielGonzalez.com. Until the next time, please take care of yourself so that you can take care of others. And as always, I send you all my love from my heart to yours. Bye for now.